The Up With The Bonnets podcast is brought to you by our sponsors, Unicorn Cleaning Services. They offer a range of facilities from domestic and commercial cleaning, which includes lets and Airbnb, and also offer ironing and laundry services. You can find a link to their website in our Facebook and Twitter bios. You can also reach them by visiting their Facebook page, or you can contact them by visiting their website, unicorncleaningservices.co.uk. up in this week's episode. It was goals galore at Dens on Saturday, but Dundee still stay top by a point. Viva Harrell, the boy got a goal and also man of the match. We have a look at the other results in the championship and how they impact the title race. We'll also preview Saturday's game as we travel up to Inverness to take on Cali Fissel. And we finish the podcast with the same old find, the D Archive. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Up With The Bonnets podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Smith, and as always, he's part of the furniture, Paul Gray. He's with me here. All right, Danny. How are you? Yes, I'm not too bad. Good. We could oh, be my better. furniture isn't too creaky tonight, you know what I mean? <laughs> Probably won't be. Always is. With your fat ass on it. Correct. <laughs> Thanks. Speak for yourself. We're not here to speak about Paul's fat ass, though. We have to speak about the result on Saturday. Thank God for that. Uh, <laughs> uh, or mm. <laughs> it, it was a game that, again, we've said it for the past month, it's a must win. And it nearly ended up in a defeat. Mm-hmm. But it was against Dougie Emery's side that I've had your cards marked all season. So it's as it is no to win, to see the team come back from 3-1 down to grab a point, what's your feelings, Paul? It's a mixed bag, isn't it? It is, mate. But see, look, like despite the brilliant comeback, I was a wee bit disappointed with the performance as a whole. But like you says, mate, Dundee, they dug deep, got a point out of the game, kept the title push going. That's that. You know, but is it two points dropped or is it two points gained? And you could look at you know, uh, sorry, a point gained, but um, and you could look at it two ways, like, but I think there's plenty to speak about, Danny. So let's dive right in. Well, you kick off, nah, because I think you want to kick off, nah, <laughs> not want to kick off, like, but I just, yeah, just a wee bit disappointed, just a wee bit, mate, just a tiny minuscule bit. That's it. The start of the game it started off well for Dundee. We were pushing, we were getting plenty of set pieces. There, there was no real opportunities, but the chances we were semi-creating, you did think, ah, this, it's not going to be long until we actually like score a goal here. They're not showing much at all, and they weren't they? Mm-hmm. And then they get a corner, it gets put in, their player, and forgive me, I've not even looked at the names of the players that scored against us, but the boy just back against the goal, just kicks it. So somebody said to me, overhead kick. I went, it is an overhead kick, but that isn't an overhead kick. An overhead kick's got flavour about it. That's just a case of... Just a hoof. Yeah, yeah hoof above you. And it just floated aimlessly into the goal. Legstons, what was he doing? <clears throat> it was Daryl Connor. 
that scored. I didn't need to ken their names. But the thing for me, yeah, it was just another, just a set piece. I thought Sweeney was out muscled, like, and it, it just kind of, yeah. The the defense certainly had a hard shift. The both both defenses did, I think, and I think both defenses were, yeah, they were run ragged by the strikers. What was that? Yeah, it's not often you see Sweeney and Ashcroft losing aerial battle, battles. And a Dundee uh, game, but both of them, like the the boy Oakley, and it was Oakley, wasn't it? Twenty two, twenty one. He's he's a great. Well, he's uh, not great, but he's a he's a good. I like him. Like he's he was, a good player. He was getting dogs abuse for the way he was flinging himself about. But if you put him at the other end of the the pitch in a Dundee top, and he's doing that, you're thinking, what a player. <laughs> exactly, mate. <laughs> you know I mean? ab- absolutely, absolutely. And I think being at that goal, like it says, I thought, yes, when he was a wee bit out muscled, and the ball just kind of, yeah. And like you says, the guy just took a swipe at it, and then Legstons was just, oh, he's, I don't know, he's just shown his similarities to a great oak. <laughs> he's just so wooden. So, oh, I, just, I, I didn't get it. See for a big lad, he's just, I, it's, uh, I don't know. He has lost a few it. goals like that for Dundee. Yep. Just yeah, and uh, it's just a tough one to take because it's such a it's no sugarcoat. It's a shocking goal to give away. It was shocking. It was a, a sucker punch as well because, like he says, you know, we were kind of on the front foot, and then that happened, and it was kind of like what? <laughs> I mean, we probably could have had a couple of goals before they scored, but anyway, anyway, yeah, I just thought that kind of set the tone for the defence for the rest of the game, in my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it certainly did because the, there seemed to be a lack of communication at certain times of the defence as well. How many times did the ball bounce in between defenders and nobody was talking and the Morton player would just... Whose ball is it? Who's yeah. going for it? Are you taking it? Am I taking it? Yep. Yeah. All you know, game. You know what? If somebody's no shooting for the ball, just run and commit to it. They didn't mm. leave it to bounce. And I think within the first 35 minutes, don't you mean caught out three or four times with that? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, mate. I just that's worrying. Like it, for me, that that is worrying. Like, especially for a defence that, well, the best defence in the league. You, yeah. that's mistakes that they've they've made mistakes this season, but they've never made mistakes the way they did in this game. Uh, no, in other games that they did in this one, just leaving the ball, um, and even we things like I know we're jumping the gun here, but Sweeney. Gives away a free kick that leads to their second goal, and then mm-hmm. five minutes later does the exact same foul, mm-hmm. and they're in the exact same place. And you think, well, it's holding on Oakley. It was on Oakley because like Oakley was running them ragged, and he was just holding on to him constant. Yeah. I, 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 he should have learnt from his lesson. He should have learnt his lesson. He, he just didn't. I don't know. There was just. I mean, you're going on about yeah, the best defense in the season uh, in the league in that right? Cool, great, brilliant. But I mean. I mean, see, prior to this, the six games prior, I think we'd only conceded two against Ayr and Wraith. But see, in those games, have the defence really been tested? I don't think so. Many times have me and you sat here and went, Lexington's had nothing to do today. Yeah. So, I mean, just, yeah. just fucking ah, pop a dom hands at times. But, but, but anyway, yeah. I think that's all I'm probably going to want to say about that. Like, I'll, I'll give but, my piece. I like Lexington's. But when he makes a mistake, it's noticeable, as any keeper does. But it's, it's noticeable as in, you think, oh, he could easily have got that one. He's just so stiff. 
No easily. He's, no easily could have got that one. He should have got that one. That's uh um, nah, he should have done. Yeah, he he should have really plucked it out there with one hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. But we'll move, Clements. Anyway. But we'll move on. Let's move on. We did equalise. Mm. Uh, Zach Robinson, he done a, just decided to think, bugger this. Went away, ran, got the ball, muscled the boot, crossed it in, and look, Hannah, we his first goal this season. And I've, I've actually not watched back the highlights, but I think at the time where I was sitting at half the back, he's heading went in. That's what it seemed to be like. Hey, he just he just threw himself at it, mate. But it was a bit, it was a brilliant, brilliant bit of play for Robinson. What a player, eh? mm-hmm. you know, getting in the byline, just whip it in, and the keeper was left in no man's land. It was just begging for somebody to get a touch on it. And yeah. I think he, did, I think he might have done a mite in his shoulder or something. <laughs> it was just, but so what? He's seen how much it meant to him. Eh? He's oh, going yeah. over knee sliding to the dairy and that man, class like. That's class. the that's the celebrations I love to see, no matter how. Uh, not, not when he uses the word bad a goal but it's one of the you say he's, all he's needed to do is fling himself at that bar he's in the position he's in at the goal that if it hits off him it's going in but you know what I mean um, love it yeah I just love seeing celebrations like that just run the the the, the width the length of the, the pitch just to slide Aye. slide on your knees in front of the home fans fantastic Viva Hano he was loving it, mate. He was absolutely loving it. And you've seen his tweets. He was absolutely loving it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's just, I mean, he has come on really good, I think, in the past few games, crossing sometimes. Mm, but he's, he's, yeah, a lot of people have said it. He's, his work rate's incredible. Like, yeah. And I think that does help Marshall yeah. a lot. You know, it does. I think and, uh, it was a little bit too harsh on him last week. Yeah. I, I, what, what I meant was, and I tried to kind of, Explain it last week as well. Um, it's just that I, I think my general feeling of a winger is somebody that runs in the wing and, like you say, flicks and nutmegs the boys and that. But after kind of going back and bonus crosses yeah, and everything. yeah, basically, yeah, you can, um, but after going back and I, I thought I'm going to give the game a watch again, gave it a watch and seen them again on Saturday. And I'm like, my expectations are maybe a little bit too high. The boys done an absolutely solid shift and. As each game passes, he's pl- playing much, much better. And fair enough yeah. if Novi Cross comes off, but he's kind of he's doing well getting he is getting crosses in and he's can there he is with a goal. Um mm-hmm. puts a shift in, he puts a shift in defensively also. Um so I would like to like take back what I said last week. Because <laughs> I did I went looking at the on the internet forums and all that, and they're something's not the best place to look at, but even like <laughs> Are these boys on the Dark Blues from going on about um, best game yet for Dundee and for looking and all that? And I'm like, ah, I feel like a bit of a dick now. <laughs> oh, just a wee bit. Nah, but nah, he has, he's, he impro- he's improving it with each game. And mm-hmm. that's all we can ask him to do. You know what I mean? But like I says, his work rate is at times like, it's brilliant. Yeah, like and it just be... it just it just takes the pressure again, like off of Marshall. You know, for me, it, it does. Mm-hmm. I was oh, just saying, like you say, he's, he's brought in Marshall as well. Both of them are, are like clicking and playing well. That's all you it. want. That's all you want. Mm-hmm. You just want the team to click, gel, play, play to each other's strengths, help each other. That's all you want the team to do. That's that. Well, as much as we equalised, we found myself 2 1 down in the second half. Sweeney all over the boy. 
I know what this mm-hmm. like, Sweeney, because sometimes I go to softly with my daughter and he's there as well. So I know what the boy. <laughs> I'd destroy you. Like, like you were there. Me, <laughs> you see me like running through like the ball pit and through all, like the <laughs> tunnels and I've been trying to get off you. <laughs> Even the fit in the tunnels, man, he's huge. Uh, he is. He's, he's, he's big. I'm you can fit in the tunnels. <laughs> a little bit of Marv jumping in my stomach before I head in. Yeah, <laughs> but honestly, uh, yeah, he, he was a he was a fault though. I mean, it, it's a it silly, was. silly foul. But I mean, again, the the boy Oakley was just ah, he was just running them ragged, like you know what I mean, just yeah. doing the stuff like an annoying forward does. And like you says, you were bang on there. If he was doing it in a dark blue shirt, we'd be fucking loving it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you seen it in the first half. They were um, it was from like the first minute they were at it, both of them, like obviously mm-hmm. doing what a different center defenders trying to do and him trying to do what a, a centre forward they're trying to do they were playing yeah. off each other maybe going down a little bit too easily um, both of them to try and get a free kick because the ref yep. has noticed that they that are at each other um, but this one was just a silly one I know and it let the, the, um, there's nothing you can't tackle off of the boy that was an, an absolute beezer of a free kick I've seen okay. Yeah, do you know? Do you have something else to say about that? Then have you seen the video for behind the goal? Uh, yes. I don't know. I, I don't know what Lexins was doing. He's stupid. I mean, he was setting up the wall, and then it must the referee must have blew, and then he's like, "Oh crap, better get in position." And, and then he runs over. The boy's already hit the free kick, and he's. he's I just thought keeper's positioning was wasn't great at all. And he just oh. dives like he's he's he just. Like like a statue. You imagine like a statue and somebody just throwing it. Him just, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. But I mean, yeah, it was. I mean, you say it was like right in the corner. I don't think it was like. But well, in that way, if that's the case, if he's no even like set up his wall or got himself in position, is that not the ref's fault? Because the ref should be making sure that everybody's like ready to go before blowing his whistle. Maybe he's given enough time. Mm-hmm. And they just, but I mean, we were, I know you kind of touched on it earlier, like, I mean, a wee bit of lack of communication at times in the game. Maybe was that an example? Probably. Took mm-hmm. too long to get set up. It should, like, you should know who's going to be in the wall. Like, four boys, right? I want you four in the wall if there's a free kick within 30 yards. That's, that's it, done. But I don't know, it was just, he was at the post, obviously, directing them, oh, shit. And I go, oh, oh, wait, oh, he's hit it. Oh, oh, look at what he was doing. <laughs> Was that his actual um, words at the time? His actual noises? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it may have been something more like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> Probably was. Well, I'm, I'm on the different side of the fence. I just think it was a great free trick. And, uh, Fine then. Yeah. I just, it's one of those that went in and I'm just like, Phew. right, okay then. There's, if you're Peter Schmeichel, you'll stop that. But if you're no... You're no stopping <laughs> Gary Harkin's done it a few years back against Rafe back in the, the defiant season and people go on about that, wax lyrical about that goal. Could the keeper done better than that? Well, we say no, because it was so pinpoint. Exactly. <laughs> I was just annoyed it was that we are up. That was the boy Muirhead, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, his celebration just kind of swaggering across the... The pitch as well. You would do oh, though. Would. I mean, I mean, you would do. I mean, uh, okay, right, fine, fine. I'll give him his due. Yeah, but I still think the keeper could have done better. But that's me. Speaking, of... it's like when he, it's like when he jumps, he gets smaller. Mm-hmm. 
It's just, it doesn't make sense. Like, just imagine a tree getting fell. Like, that's life stance. I was getting jealousy of a boy that can't jump at all because he drinks yeah, too much good, beer. He's a good five foot nine. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, just again, like, like I touched on, you know, teams have not really tested us. This team have tested us, and we conceded three. So, mm. I obviously have failed to look back at the highlights for this one, but the the, the third goal was just a header back post. That's it. Yeah, it started again from a silly foul for Sweeney and then mm. obviously the ball gets played about. But, I mean, defensive positioning, communication could have led to that, you know what I mean? But the ball in for the boy Miller was exceptional. Like, it was a, it was a brilliant, brilliant free ball and like begging for somebody to get on the end of it. But then when the goal went in, when the ball went in the net, you could see Mulligan and Ashcroft and Sweeney just like in between each other. Like, whose man was that? Whose man was that? Aye, yeah. Going back to what we said earlier about how many times was nobody talking and leaving the ball for somebody else, not going to it's... strange, yeah. strange. But it's just that, and I'm saying it again, they tested us. For me, the defense failed. Mm-hmm. It's not good. Like that needs learn from the mistakes, boys. Come on, we can't be having that. Can't be having that against like other teams in the league. But anyway, it could be kind of like an all-con effect to playing against teams and not being troubled at all the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Realistically, yeah. is it since the past? sense of security. Yeah, it could, be, it could be that or it just was an off day on a day that you didn't want any players having an off day. Really. I think you're I think you're bang on though. I think you're bang on there, mate. But we, we can't afford to have off days. Hmm. We've said oh. it before, every game's a cup final now, cliche to fuck, but... We can't have off days. Every every player's got to be on their game. Like I don't care about you, but every time you've been in this championship and going for the title or playoff, it always seems to be against Morton that <laughs> we'll have an off day when we really need to pick up the win. Or just I can't seems stand to be like them, <laughs> They're always there or thereabouts just to annoy you. <laughs> they're just a horrible team. Like I've probably called a lot of the teams in this league a horrible team, but they are just the anti-football is unbelievable. I mean, what was it, twenty-six fouls or something in the game? That kind of that that says it all, mate. And yeah, yeah, we'll touch on the referee's performance later. I would imagine. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh, you better believe that. <laughs> um, mm. But even even going down to three-one, I don't know why. I just felt. That we had it in us to come back. Yeah. Like there wasn't nothing in me thinking, oh, well, that's that then, isn't it? I just felt like, no, we we can get a goal here. Like, really think we can get a goal here and then we'll, we'll get another goal after that. <laughs> and we did. I mean, the Kwame Thomas came on and I think the free kick came from what we were hoping was going to be a penalty. Yeah. I can't remember who it was that got brought down. Was it Maguire? I, I think, think it was, was Maguire. Maguire. Yeah, he yeah, made it was that run from midfield and yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> managed to get into a good position, got the ball. And it did. It did look like a belly to me. But at the end of the day, it resulted in the same outcome. A goal on that on that play. What a, what a free kick. Yeah, bullet header. Oh. A brilliant free kick. And he just, he, 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 he rose like a salmon. Like. Mm-hmm. And he just directed it on goal, just oof, went through the keeper. His celebration, man. Pfft, I love that. Yeah. 
behind the goal, yes, and then he's sprinting back to the halfway line. He got to the halfway line before everybody else. He was breathing at his arse, but he was ready and ready to go. Like, nah, I'm only joking. He, to, be, to be fair to Kwame, he's looking fat. He's yes. looking a lot fatter when, since, well, when he joined, put it that way. And, but yeah, what a header, man. Mm-hmm. Class celebration as well. Yeah, that was a, like you say, fine goal, fine goal from, from Kwame. And, and Dundee, getting... d- mate, after the after the sorry the kickoff, like Dundee were just right back up the pitch, and you could hear the fans pure. <gasps> like I felt like someone was, I, I felt like kind of like what you were saying there. You felt somebody Dundee were just going to get someone, mm-hmm. and it was like the second half just went on and on and on. I mean, yeah. Well, for me it did anyway. Like, but yeah, it was, come on. I mean, we had them. Um, also, probably one of the main reasons that seemed to go on. Much longer as the obviously the 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 away team, any away team that comes to Dens that get a goal up or getting a draw, uh, start their usual time waste. And you know the, the keeper was at it for the first minute, and he got booked on the seventy first. And that should have been kicked in the head, like well on, um, especially since the referee noticed it in the first half. But as much as the time wasting went on, maybe them added minutes. Done us a wee favour because in the 94th minute, Connor for Paul McMullen, obviously lands in the box, then lands on Kwame Thomas's foot and he knocks it right into the goal and right under the keeper as well, which was an added bonus since all the shenanigans he was playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was made, see when I was watching it, like I was. McMullen's, like obviously it's like the last minute and McMullen's taking ages tying his boot. I'm like, ah, fucking hurry up, you. Fucking get a ball in a box. And see, when he whipped it in, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. It was coming down with snow on it. You know what I mean? It was one of these just wee floaters, but landed right to Big Kwame, man. Mm-hmm. Tucked it home, man. And again, his celebration. Hannon's celebration. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I've, I've, again, not looking back at it, but I'm led to believe that Hannon uh, made a wee beeline to Dougie Emery. Just a wee one. Because I think... Prior to that, Dougie Emery and his bench were hiding balls. So his that cronies. Thrones, yeah, there was a, there was they also going to have to wait a few seconds before the player was going to get that. Just basically time wasting. But what was pleasing about it all? And didn't get me wrong here, right? See this whole Dougie Emery. I didn't like the boy. I didn't like the boy at all. I never knew that. <laughs> well, he's been at the match. He's been getting. Pelters for the main stand, the hospitality, he's getting pelters for them. He goes ahead, he gives them back pelters. It's a fair game to me. And then also, we've clawed it back, so we get him even more pelters. It's just tit for tat. Love to see it. But he does kind of flick a bottle into the the main stand in the direction of some Dundee fans sitting in the, in the obviously in the, in the seats, which is a yeah, it's a family a, section, but he is or no? Uh, yeah, I think that's the, yeah, the players. Mm. Friends and family, yeah, it's a little bit mm-hmm. OTT. Um, I mean, didn't get as wrong. I'm no, I'm, I think they've both fans and the main stand and um, we're giving it to each other again. It's our, our fair in a game of football, but he's he really, the dummy out, yeah. He's <laughs> the dummy, he shouldn't really be doing that to be honest. He, he shouldn't, and I mean, will the Dundee put in a complaint? I don't know, I doubt it, like, but. Mm-hmm. Probably, come on, probably not. I mean, probably not. I've seen people but... compare it to like Lee Griffiths when he done it to St Johnston and stuff like that um, a couple of seasons ago. But I think it'll just be one of those things that it's just a case of just watch what you're doing, Dougie, can for the, the Morton board yeah. or something. I don't think Dundee will 
uh, look too Pursuit. far into that. Yeah. Nah, but I mean, if you want to watch plus it again, he's, he scuffed it as well, so it never really hurt anybody. <laughs> he's absolutely <laughs> scuffed it. He probably just got it over the advertising board. <laughs> oh, God. He's definitely not lost his touch. He was shite then, he's still shite now. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, yeah, nah, Hannon, he does. He, he, you can see him like run over, he just stick you like, it's like, fucking get it up yet. But then as they're just the way to kind of, before they're just kicking off, you can see Mulligan having a wee, like he just kind of swaggers over, like, mm-hmm. get right round you. <laughs> I believe Emery helped with the youth team as well a couple of seasons back. So you, you, Mulligan and all that are probably, well, the youth players are probably... Well, might have been trained by him or coached at one point. Uh, so it could be something in that. I never knew that. I think, well, I've, I've said that. I might not I be think... true, like some of the other stuff that I've said, but I'm, I'm pretty positive he, he did. He, he coached fucking... yeah, when he was there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 still think he's a prick. Ah, he still is. He still is. <laughs> but uh, that... Uh, 95, I didn't realise it was 94th minute. Because when the, the Diddy League now, eh, it's, there's none of these boards getting put up. And they call it saying four minutes at a time or that. Eh? Nobody wants to use any electricity on their uh, assistance boards. The boards are probably battery powered. Exactly. <laughs> they probably, probably thought I'm not using them. <laughs> Get the batteries for B&M or something for a quid. <laughs> Mate, you can always batteries cost nowadays. Even the Duracell stuff. Ah, the cheap shite is fucking... No cheap shite in It's still shite, but it's just dear. <laughs> Why are there no solar panel then? Fucking heck, someone was splitting the pavement. Yeah, well, anyway. Oh, anyway. Well, no, wait, wait a minute. Solar <laughs> panel. Jesus. So, sun's splitting the pavement. You sit in the Bobby Cox, it came out with a cold. It was that cold in there. Come out with the sniffles. <laughs> That is. There's, pe- there's people with like jackets and scarves and everything, but if you look across the the the, the dairy and look at the back, well, the obviously the, the, the road is people walking with sunglasses and shorts. Oh yes, <laughs> absolutely that. brilliant. Just, you, you never get the sun in the Bobby Cox, and it's probably why it'll be the five star blues. I see them; they're always wearing shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Come rain, shine, snow, whatever. We've always got shorts on. Yeah. And five stars. <laughs> tough as nails, man. Tough as nails. <laughs> you got to be when you come from a kingdom. Absolutely. <laughs> I think, oh, Danny. Overall, I mean, I mean, like I said, asked, was it two points dropped or is it? Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. Yeah, I think now. Honestly, <laughs> we did a whole podcast. Absolutely, like uh, shooting doing any notion it was a bad result but now when you look back on it it's like we could have really done with that win at our bros <laughs> nah I take, I take the point at our bros for me I, I, I think this was two points drop but I hope that's the last you know you know, bad performance I mean, mm-hmm. some folk will say it probably wasn't a bad performance but nah I think it was uh, it was an under par performance to what we've seen at Dens recently it's probably the best way to sum that up. But speaking of under par performances, uh, the referee. <laughs> so, what was his name? Chris Graham or something? Graham, Chris, Chris Graham. I think it was. I think it was Chris Graham. Steve sure looked up or something. Uh, he was. <laughs> honestly, it was a shocker. Plain and simple, man. I mean, some of the like when Morton made the substitution. 
the boy was standing at the self-enclosure and ran, started to run across the pitch to go off. I think Maguire grabbed him and was like, fucking get off there, that's where you're meant to go. Yeah. The ref stands there, just puts his finger to his watch and basically saying, I'm just adding on the time when he should be thinking, no, <laughs> fucking go by the rules and get him telt to go that way. And if he doesn't need to book him, that's the rules. Because it stops I don't, the, I, don't, I don't think the ref knew the rules, mate. Yeah, I, I really uh, don't. Like we said, from the first whistle with the keeper, you know, time wasting and that. And I mean, it, it was obvious. You, you, I mean, you can see Martin's game plan, you know, like frustrated Dundee by going down at the slightest touch, noise up the crowd, all that kind of stuff. The usual underhanded tactics of a dafty, like uh, Dougie Emery, by anyway. Uh, but what did the ref do? Like you says, just point at his watch. And then he was having lengthy discussions with players. What's the fucking point? What about the one? Now, was it Sweeney you spoke to or Maguire? I can't remember who it was in the oh, first Maguire, half. Maguire, the 50-50. Aye, uh, Maguire. So he speaks to Maguire for fucking ages and you think, is he mm-hmm. going to book him? Doesn't he book I thought him? he was... Yeah, but he doesn't book him. But then he goes and gets the boy that had the 50-50 with him and then speaks to him at length. I was thinking, speak to the, for the boys at the same time. Both of them shake the hands. Thanks. I thought it was a brilliant tackle, but then when I watched it back, it, it, Maguire, the, the, I think it might be Calvin Miller, actually. I think he gets the ball first, but again, it's just a coming together. Like, mm-hmm. it was, I think it was anything bad. There wasn't studs up, but you're right. We'll get the pair of them together. Right, boys, enough of that. Shake your hands off you pop. No, the referee was wanting to make it about himself because he's a prick. Mm-hmm. Shocking performance. Absolutely horrendous. And the 26 fouls, three cards. One was for the keeper, like you said, in the 70-odd minute. So they only really got two cards for fouls. What? <laughs> a, foul, a yellow card every 13 fouls. Great performance, mate. Brilliant. Yeah. I think the 22 and 21 for Morton committed so many fouls. And I think it took, I can't remember, was it maybe 21? That got, again, I feel bad just saying the number because I couldn't remember their names. Oakley's one of them. But... Uh, yeah, Oakley was 22. Was Last phase, the other end. That's it. It was about four fouls before he even got a book in. <laughs> yeah. Bewildered with half of the decisions he made. And, um, it should be two. Just, it should be uh, two. I mean, your first tackle, right, mate, do that again. It's a book in. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the way football's always been. I don't know what's changed. I don't know if this referee was trying to, like, keep the play moving and that, but he wasn't keeping it moving. He was no. stopping it and speaking and pointing his fucking watch. He needs a new watch. That's what he needs. He just... Fuck. Honestly, I just felt like he just ran a bit, pointing to his watch, his hand in the air. That's how he did that game. And then Absolute pop. he only played, he didn't even play half of the minutes that he probably should have either. <laughs> exactly. Mate, it, it, he played the five minutes injury. It probably could have been double that. And I'm not being funny. See, if it was six or seven, Dundee probably would have got a winner. Mm-hmm. I really do. But the, the ref, that's that's one of the worst performances I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And not, not just this season, or even just at Dens. Like, as a whole, like, forever. Yeah. It's fucking scandal. Yeah. Chris Graham, I'm sure it is. Well, he's only 33. No, he's on the list. Oh, he's on the list. He's top of the list. Which is, he'll ref the Queen's Park game. Oh, I, he's a good guy. He's a good guy, really. Ah, like, he's sound day. He, he, he had, had an off day. On... He had an off <laughs> yeah. day, like Sweeney and Ashcroft. He had an off day, right? Just leave him alone, Paul. Top Edinic, lad, top lad. Chris, I didn't condone everything he just said about you there. He's the minority. <laughs> then he'll get my tweets about you either I got hacked I got hacked you got we love you Chris we really do oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking prick well before we move on um, there was a wee start today with that game Paul 
that uh, Morton have yeah. failed to beat us in I think seven games, eight games at Dens, which stretches all the way back to December the twenty sixth, two thousand and eleven. Oof, that's a no bad one. So it's a it's a wee bit of a useless information for anybody there. You're not going to win nothing if anybody asks you. When was the last time Morton won at Dens? You'll probably never hear anybody ask you when was the last time Morton won at Dens, but I've gave you the, the fact, so. I've done, Danny. And like I've said in copious amounts of times, you're so convincing, mate. <laughs> but here's a wee start. We haven't beat Morton all season. <laughs> aye, yeah, aye. Anyway. If um, Kwame Thomas <laughs> never got that goal at the end, I think Dougie Emery would have Gary Boyer's head above his fireplace. I think he would have done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or in the fireplace. <laughs> One or the other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Well, we'll just look back at the results uh, the weekend there. So obviously Queen's Park beat Hamilton 1-0 on Friday night, mm. which drew them level with points with us. Obviously the draw that we got moves us one point above them. Yeah, Watch that game. Uh, I never bothered with it, but... Mm. Grant Savory scoring again. Boys a player like. Yep. But um, I, th- I thought Hamilton were gonna oh, I thought they were gonna sneak it, but mm, not to be. Not to be and it keeps the league interesting. <laughs> that's that's what you want to call it. <laughs> uh Inverness beat Cove two one. You had Rafe and Arbroath drone one all, and you also had Patrick Fissel shit in the bed and drone one all with air because if they won, it would have put massive pressure on the top two, us and Queen's Park. And if you believe their fans on the run up to this game this week, they were going to basically win the title. But obviously, that's probably not going to happen now. Paul. <laughs> Just, oh mate, it's absolutely superb. And they were, they were out in their droves. Eh? They were, oh, we, we could win the title. It's in our hands and all that kind of stuff. And you're like, whoa, 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 hang on a wee minute here. Sit down and stay yeah. down. You know what? If the point of DM call a wee bit fucking sooner than it did, it could have been up there, to be honest, the way they've been playing. But, ah, well. Oh, well, that kind of Aaron Patrick, see you later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, anyway. <laughs> but next week, this week, Saturday, Dundee are up at Inverness. Obviously, my favourite place to go for wins. The whole one <laughs> that we got, which came this season. I know, mate. Yeah. Well, look, we'll make it too. What do you hope so? Like, it's a necessity that we do. Uh, yeah. Obviously, the the games this week, we will know what kind of result we do really need if it uh, really is a must-win game because we've got uh, air. I've got Queen's Park at home on the Friday night. So Queen's Park win, then there's a heap of pressure on Dundee. Queen's mm-hmm. Park draw or, or lose, then Dundee got a little bit of breathing space to... Go to. Oh, see, they've got a safety net. Are we, we, are we safety net? Just, but the thing is, oh, I'm, I was just about to say, we don't pay attention to anybody, but fuck that. I'll be watching that game. I'm on the air. I'm on the air. I can yemmy, boy. Do the, do the business, son. Yeah. 
the rest of the games are absolutely irrelevant to us now. Um, so I'm not even going to mention who's playing who because all them schmucks are both in words. Be a decent game. I'll broke for win that. Yeah, I think the ball as well. Cove are down. But like you say, I think all, everybody of a dense park persuasion will be watching the air Queen's Park game on Friday mm. night. And it's a game Absolutely. that... It's a game that I think Air could easily get the win here. I think they could. I I think they could. Purely because it's a Friday night and they are obviously at home. Somerset Park is a hard place for teams to go nine Mm -hmm. times out of ten. And I just feel that... I just just feel that they've got the win. I really do. I like this confidence about you, Danny. Yes, come on. Come on, Air. Come on. Like I said, come on, Akinyemi, Dempsey, whoever's playing, just bloody win. I mean, if they get a point, cool, great. But now nah, I'm with you on this one, mate. I think you're going to do it. Like, mm-hmm. that's that chair going again. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got obviously Inverness, and looking back at, I think the last time they were beaten, it was against Queens Park. So since then. One, two, three, four, five, five games, and that is five wins. Five, five wins. Yeah, uh, one so team of the league just now. In the, in the last, in the last five, anyway. And the last three games at home have resulted in obviously wins, but they never they've not conceded either. So we are going into this game knowing it's this is going to be a tough one. It's going to be a tough one. Always uh, will be. Absolutely. It's going to be tasty as well, though. I think I think this this is going to be some game, I think. I mean, it's uh, great. I mean, listen, going on a five-game winning streak in this league, that is that is a feat in itself. No doubt about it. Yeah, especially when teams have been performing this season, it's so inconsistent that mm-hmm. you're looking at that and you're thinking, yeah, this is, this is going to be a hell of a game. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, one thing one thing we've maybe got on our favour, okay, is that they're playing on Tuesday away to Hamilton. So you've got that game. Then the What's playing... the round trip for that? About fucking five hundred miles or something. Do you know what I mean? So that's no that's no appealing to players. But at the same time as having this game, the week after they've got a huge Scottish Cup semi final against Falkirk. So I'm no way to start questioning players' integrity here, but if you no, but if you think right, you're not winning the league. The best you're going to get is possibly a playoff spot. But, mm. but there is a Scottish Cup final place at stake. I think they'll beat Falkirk in the semi final. So you'll be thinking to yourself, these boys will be wanting to get injured for that. Mm. They'll be wanting to to make sure that they're ready to go for this fight to get into a final because. If you're in the championship, mid-table, fighting for a playoff spot, if somebody says to you right away, well, you're not going to get a playoff spot, but you get into a Scottish Cup semi-final, hands down, you can what you're taking. Yeah. And it's maybe just wishful thinking from myself that players will have one eye on the final, uh, semi-final, come when they start playing us, because that is two, two big games for them in the space of a week, because obviously mm-hmm. Hamilton, you can what you're going to get for your Hamilton at him. Uh, it's it's going to be a tough battle for them. Like there's going to be kicks and punches and pulling hair and all that capers. And then you've also coming up against the Dundee team who will be looking for the win, a must win. 
it's going to be two tough battles for them. And boys will not be wanting to lose their spot in, a, in the semi-final. I think you're absolutely, you are so bang on the money, Danny. Oh, I mean, none of the players are obviously going to come out and say, mm-hmm. oh, well, we're looking at that. No, they'll be focused on each game as it comes. Mm, yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. The worst thing about it is normally at this time, if you look at a team that are in the position they are in a cup competition, you do turn around and think, I wonder if they've took their eye off the ball in the league and they're looking forward to the the semi-final and you look at the run of form five out of five, it's like, ah, oh, well, maybe no, no just yet. <laughs> well, but maybe, maybe Dodds has laid down the gauntlet and went, look, if he's up the game, you're, you know, you're going to be in contention for a spot, you know, for the semi-final match, which potentially, you know, gets them to the final. You know what I mean? So the players are probably playing at their skin to get that position in the starting 11, you know? So, but the, but, closer, the closer the game comes, the closer they might think, They'll yeah. shite it. They'll 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 second guess themselves. They'll probably not go into tackles as hard as they should do, or as hard as they have done. You know what I mean? Or that that's what you hope anyway. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so that Dundee should just go full tilt at them. I really, yeah, just full tilt. <laughs> just go for it. Just start speaking in defence. They don't let the bar bounce around like it did before. Just if somebody again if you see the one ball, he is yeah, that's it. it doesn't even have to go go to anybody just get just make sure the bag goes away for the goal even if it goes out just get it away rule number take, one is a defender like just get it away just take a leaf out of fucking Brian Arvin's book just head it the way you're facing or kick it the way you're facing it touch that's it no fannying about no, that's it he done it in an elegant way though yeah I know aye we a bit of flair about him <laughs> fucking someone else like. <laughs> but yeah it's, 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 oh, obviously it was a huge game uh, before the result on Saturday but it's even more of a huge game now just purely because the lead at the top has been cut to two points we could be going into this game two points behind if uh, QPR win against they have one point behind um, Q- QPR QPR <laughs> I've, I've got us moving down to the English leagues with Rangers and Celtic <laughs> I think you've done that before. <laughs> Actually, somebody put like an image up. It was was I know the Scottish league and it had like Watford and Sunderland at like twelfth and eleventh place. Oh, it doesn't matter. Somebody has seen it. See, I, that, that's what's got me. Honestly, that's what I was thinking. Of. <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, covering your blushes there, Danny. <laughs> nearly got through. I nearly got through a whole pod route making a total arse of it. You've done well, Danny. You've done well. Mm-hmm. What's that? 40 odd minutes? Well, well done. EPR. Fucking pump them as well, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's one of those. So, if Q Queen's Park win on Friday, um, they go two points ahead. So, yeah, there's lots of ifs and buts and different scenarios. But what it comes down to is. Dundee have to go up there and they have to play for the win. They have to get the win. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be amazing if Queen's Park are beaten, air beat Queen's Park on Friday. We get the win at Inverness and all it means is we have to win the next game at home to Cove, which I'm no, all season I've tried to be nice to teams and say, look, Nady's got a God-given right to, to win games or anything like that. But if we're going in against Cove, second last game of the season they potentially could be relegated by that time I mean we should be fucking knocking we Hamlet we seven 
We should be absolutely dismantling them at dents. 17. <laughs> 17. I don't know, 10 goals onto that. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Easy. Know, that's from you get where I'm coming from. I mean, didn't get us wrong. There's always the chance that there could be an upset along the way. And Ken, oh, yeah. they will always give every team a bloody good chance to give us an upset. <laughs> give them a wee goal Saturday on you go boys mm-hmm. right yeah. and then playing catch up that's it I mean this game against Everness I mean obviously they, they are going to be confident you know there's five five wins on the bounce I think we should be confident though as well though we are seven yeah. games undefeated mate and we've just came you know came back there 3-1 down and then got the got the win uh, got the draw sorry I wish it was a fucking one um, got the point so I mean we've got the fight we've got the determination about what we would do so mm-hmm. I mean both teams are going to be confident so I, I've said it I think this is going to be a tasty game like I, I really do yeah I've got, I've got to remember as well that was the third game in a week in the space of a week for Dundee on Saturday yeah so now that we've got the whole week to prepare for this game it's not just the case of the players even got a, a day off last week just purely because of the schedule don't know but probably not but now that there is a whole week here to prepare for this game look at yeah. the way Inverness play and uh, yeah just try and implement anything that we can that we know that is a weakness that we can exploit or like you say just play the way we have been playing Minus Saturday's defensive display, <laughs> and yeah, that's it. That. That's out the system. That get that get that to fuck. Get that out the system. It's done. Let's move on. You know what I mean? Um, and just get back to the pure solidness. But we need to keep them at bay, not just at the strikers, mate. It's all over the park. But I'm I'm no mentioning names, but they do have a striker that's familiar to us. Um, they've got a boy in midfield that's scoring goals. His name kind of rhymes with a dog's paw. You can have a look into it if you want. You know what I mean? But I'm not saying names, like, yeah, uh, because you know what happens, mate. <laughs> Hat trick. Last minute exactly. goal or something. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But, mate, it just, yeah, terrible performance, defensive performance at the weekend. Get done. Mm-hmm. Let's just fucking, let's just move on. Move that, on. Solid but, at the back. If we don't, con- we don't concede, we don't get beat. That's it. But a win would be sumptuous. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we can't really dwell on, on the performance of Saturday too long because there is much bigger games to come. There's no point. Uh, like I say, we've spoke about it now. People have listened to it throughout the week, but it's we've spoke about it. That's it. Done and dusted. If you had a bad game, you had a bad game. Like you said, out your system. Let's go on with it. Mistakes that you made, fucking just leverage it. Or just the next game, just remember, I'm not doing that again. Um, Sweeney. <clears throat> yeah, because we're at the part of the season where uh, you, you've got to quickly forget about that game. Yeah. And move on to the next one. Like you say, there's no point in dwelling on it. I tell you what, just though, gotta be the top of your game, mate. That's yeah. it. I tell you what, though, I do as much as you've got the hopeful, wishful thinking of taking this and winning it against Cove uh, Dens. I think it's got. I think it's going to go right to the last game of the season. Ah, oh, dinner. That is sick. I think it is, mate. It's too close. I don't think I could take that. I've not got a, a lot of hair left, mate. It's <laughs> Look, I'm hanging on, clinging on for dear life here. You know what I mean? Like, I want it done and dusted before Queen's like. <laughs> Dundee FC, I'm putting it appeal right now. Please, for the love of God, just win on Saturday purely for the sake of Paul's hairline, which is already near enough at the freaking 
the line of you, you were looking, if you were standing at the on a beach and seen the ocean and seen the line, that's Paul's hairline. <laughs> Didn't let it go any further. I'll be far enough. Thanks, mate. I'm just getting mine back for that time. Just called me specking fat and all that. You know, body shamed is on a on a podcast that goes out. Ah, uh, sorry, mate. I see my chance in the ticket. Oh, you knocked it home, mate. <laughs> <laughs> You've broke my heart. You've broke my heart. <laughs> just wear a baseball cap. You'll be fine. Yeah, thanks. I'm not on it. I'll speak to Paul McKillen and McGowan. I'll <laughs> speak hell. to Gowser. Yeah, Gowser, want to get us a fair friend? <laughs> <laughs> Ten or half. Yes. Ten or half, he gets 50 quid in his account. Happy days. <laughs> Gowser, if you're listening, seriously, get in touch with us. Yeah, but no joking. I was able to laughter there, but it's, it's, it's laughter through pain. That's what it is. It is. I've got tears. <laughs> oh. Where were we? <laughs> we're at the end of the podcast alright cool uh, basically at the end of the podcast we are now at the the, the de-archive stage the business end of the podcast that's it that's it so we will fire right into the 17th of April 1978 it was Dundee 2 a Peter Lorimer 11 free so Peter Lorimer was on his testimonial year with Leeds United and they came up he came up to Dundee uh, you had boys like Frank Gray, Billy Bremner, Eddie Gray playing for them. Uh, quite a lot of, like you say, Leeds players that are absolute legends for them. And Class. Three too. Um, we had... <laughs> <laughs> And then the next, I say the next day, uh, April the 18th, 1999, Dundee mm. drew one all with Rangers. Ian Anderson scored in the 23rd minute before Tony Vidmar equalised after half time on the 48th. Paul, tell me what was what was unique about this game? Oh, mate, I kind of think. I kind of think. Sorry, Stand, mate. Standard. Hmm. Oh, fuck. Sorry. <laughs> I'm right. not Mr. D Archive. <laughs> <laughs> right. What was unique about this game was it was a home game for Dundee. But we never played at home. We actually played at Tanadice. I didn't mind that at all. So at this point, the stands were getting brought down for uh, redevelopment. And obviously playing against Rangers at home, it's a money spinner, isn't it? You're gonna you're gonna make money from this game. Mm. And if you had it at Dens, you only had the self-enclosure and the main stand. So basically you wouldn't have been able to home as much Rangers fans. As you would normally do, so there was an agreement made. Played at Tanadice, and I'm pretty sure we had the George Fox stand, and we just had the rest of the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> so probably Dundee and United made a bit of dough off for that, then probably. Yep, they would have. <laughs> I've actually got Tony, a full game of that that I need to put up. Uh, yeah, yeah. I keep Tony Vidmar. I forgot about him. He's no bad. He's no bad player. Aye. Ian Anderson was someone else. So. Was his uh, yeah? Was his uh, last season we done the before he buggered off to Toulouse. Toulouse, yeah. <sighs> so oh. what are we on now? Nineteenth, April, nineteen eighty. It was Dundee five, Celtic one. Oh, Roy Aitken scored in the seventh minute 
And that just angered Dundee. Ian Ferguson scored two within 25 minutes. Ian Fleming before half-time. Out Sinclair on the 59th minute. And then Peter Mack in the 71st uh, rounded up the old uh, pumping against the Bahoys. Ah, class. <laughs> That's class. And then, also, this is also well before your time, and I'm pretty sure that got relegated like less than a week later. <laughs> oh, well, these things happen. <laughs> <laughs> when it That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, April the 20th, 2003, it was Dundee versus Inverness, Caledonia, Fissile at Hampden Park. Georgie Nemzadi scored the only goal of the game to send Dundee to the first final since 1964. Class. We've never seen the likes again. Is he getting the violins out, man? <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely starved of any success whatsoever, apart from first division slash championship glories. <laughs> the yo-yo club. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> this one's pretty recent. April the 21st, 2018, Sophia Musa scored in the first minute for Dundee. And then Steve McLean, who is now the current St. Johnston manager, I think, um, yep. scored in the 85th minute. And then in the 88th minute, Sophia Musa popped up again for a second goal of the game to send Dens back in the raptures. I, I, I quite liked him, yeah. He was an enigma. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. Kind of one of those kind of cult kind of... He got goals and he did score quite a lot for us. Well, and quite a lot compared to the other players mm. that season. But, but he over, was shite. Overall, he was shite. Yeah. <laughs> he was shite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I liked him. I don't know. Something about him. <laughs> I think there was a game the next season against Still and Albion in the League Cup. And he made an absolute meal of like a shot or something like that. And you know, it's one of those the boys look at their boots mm. and be like, oh, fucking like, oh, shit. Check my studs yeah. or something. Eh? He, <laughs> he'd done that and then changed these bits. So he. <laughs> He was committed to no oh, the whole charade. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, mate, I remember when we signed him. I'm sure it was after a Dundee match. It was after a game back in a boozer, and then or back in Fruz, obviously. And then somebody was like, "Here, I've signed this boy." I mean, checking like he's Wikipedia, and it was like ten goals his entire career, and you were like, "Standard Dundee striker." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "I'm surprised we actually signed him. We've got him." <laughs> I know. <laughs> like fuck. <laughs> Enigma, yep. <laughs> April the 22nd. This man was born in 1990. Swedish. Played for us a few seasons ago. Can you name him? Oh, was that the boy that came for Hibs or something? He was a James McPake signing. How, uh, how, no. Nah. Can't mind. No. Heinous or something. <laughs> no, no. What was his name? Ah, oh, can't mind. I'm going to stop you there because I think I'm uh, this this is going, but <laughs> Osman So. Osman So. Mm-hmm. Another cult striker. <laughs> You'd give him it though, because he's he failed in the goals. He was an unorthodox, unorthodox sometimes, but he was mm-hmm. he was a solid striker. Yeah, I had a weird run about him. It was like I don't know, it was like a flamingo or something. He was just there was someone just yeah. How we but never yeah, got, got, we should have given that. Honestly, you should have been on podcast 
all them years ago because you would have given him the nickname the, the Flamingo. He's just got that. I don't know. He's just, he's, yeah, he's just weird. I just <laughs> he's need, just to, weird. need to conceive what Paul's doing the actions that a flamingo doesn't do he's putting his hands up and doing like a bird and <laughs> ah brilliant <laughs> brilliant <laughs> so April the 23rd 2011 we went up to Ross County and won one nil. Paul what was the how, how much of a big game was this for Dundee could you remember what, this what was the years mate sorry 2011 I mean, mate. Let's say yeah. we won, won a league or something. <laughs> well, we stayed up. <laughs> it was yes. the, yeah. that's, that's good enough for me, mate. You're at the other end of the spectrum, but it's fine. That's uh, a win's a win. It was obviously the defiant season. Leighton McIntosh stood up in the 65th minute to score. Oh, for fuck's sake, man. How could I not? Exactly. Hang your head in shame. I will. I was just too busy trying to Google who this other Swedish Dundee player was. <laughs> I sure one played a boy or loan or something. It was like Andreas Hedenis or something. It was something like a midfielder. I thought he was all right as well, but he didn't play, and I'm sure he was a McPeak sign as well. So anyway. Well, when you when you were Googling it, hopefully you never Googled what you you called them last. Hedenis. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, that Hedenis actually was, uh, I thought he was a, he was a good player and every game that he played for mm-hmm. Dundee I think they're few and far between we never lost eh, then he just disappeared right. yeah exactly but I don't want to say the reason we got relegated was because we never played him but <clears> if, that's <throat> what, if that's what the facts show that's what the facts show the stats don't lie mate <laughs> exactly they certainly don't <laughs> right Paul we have bored everybody enough as it is this week. So I think it's right, time for us to, to say I see you later. Ciao. Mm-hmm. Again, everybody, thank you very much for listening. We will obviously be back next week where we will hopefully be spoke, speaking about positive results. All over the place. If not, we will be like a bloody lynch mob here. Lynch mm. box. The flames, everyone. <laughs> everyone. Come on the air. Come on the D's. We're trying to keep the flames to a minimum purely because, obviously, Paul's hairline didn't want it going back any further, so... Oh, I tell you, mate, you're lucky you're at the other end of the camera, like... We didn't want any singeing happening. That doesn't <laughs> come back, does it? It's getting big soon, like... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and on that no, just like a fucking massive thumb <laughs> the thumb anyway and with me as always this week is the thumb <laughs> <laughs> right you right, GTS that's us. <laughs> right, thanks for listening and we'll be back next week 